I've heard enough, Joe. You want to go up against me? I want you to do the fucking wall. Oh, my God. Go up against me? Fuck you, Pete. about that. Yeah, you're not going to talk to me like that. No, no. You're not going to talk to me like that. No, I'll put your head through the fucking window. Hey. Now, that's not very nice. Fantasy, 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 fantasy football! That's a lot of energy for Sunday morning. Thanksgiving is upon us. Um, do you know, have you ever seen that? It's a YouTube clip. I figured it was a YouTube clip, but no, I've never seen it. I have not. Uh, Katie's here. Hi. So. Um, it's... Uh, I don't know what the, like the actual title is, but if you just go on YouTube and you type in "masshole Thanksgiving," I'm pretty sure it's the first video that pops up. And uh, I don't know if I should give away spoilers, but I also don't know if there's any reason to discuss it if not. Uh, and I don't know that it'll lose its effect, but basically, it's a really funny video because you could tell it's like a Thanksgiving table with the family all sitting there and someone's recording on a cell phone and you just see this guy, he's probably in his like late forties. Um, and he's all pissed off and he's yelling at, at some other family member who's out of the screen. And then you see it pan over to who he's yelling at. And it's like a 90 year old senile man who's just (laughs) standing there with his plate of Turkey with his like wide eyes and his mouth open. Like, looks like he has dementia, and this guy's just <laughs> screaming that he's going to put his fucking head through the wall. And it's just like, it's the last person you would expect to see on the other end of this when they pan to him. It's just this <laughs> old man. So it's pretty funny. And then you get the classic grandma that's just like, that's not very nice. Um, I've, I've always wanted a dysfunctional family. Have you seen the... Uh, the other YouTube Thanksgiving video where they're like in a basement and there's this like nerdy kid who's clearly the outcast. I'm pretty sure that this one's fake, but uh, it's debatable. And he's like refusing to say grace because he's not religious. And then like him and his dad get into it. And then so then he says grace and he thanks uh, Master Chief, who's his hero. And he thanks his mom for getting him an Xbox One. Um, and then, and then the dad finishes it up by just like asking that he gets a job. So then he freaks out and he ends up like flipping over the table and people punch walls. It's pretty good. I think it's, I think it's fake, but it's also pretty good. I almost used that one, but the one I I used was definitely real. So I went with that. Well, so how does your Thanksgiving stack up to those? Much less eventful. What'd you do? Uh, we went to Katie's parents' house and just had a pretty standard, wholesome Thanksgiving dinner standard. with no fighting. Who was all there? Uh, league member Mark was there. Wow. The Fantasy Wizard was wow. there? Wow. The Fantasy Wizard was in attendance. Um, this show, I think you mentioned it, it's Sunday morning. We're right before the football games, and we're just recording. Uh, we had a couple hiccups over the holiday week. We were going to record earlier, but then um, 
you know, you got a tummy ache or something, so you couldn't record. I had a, a 103 degree Yeah, fever so a little tummy ache. That persisted three days. Wow. Um, so then we were still going to record that night with Curtis and Senior in studio, but there was some inclement weather, and then Curtis got a tummy ache about driving on icy roads. Um, wow. So we, we canceled... And then the plan was that I was going to record at Thanksgiving with the Fantasy Wizard. Um, it was his birthday. And it was the Fantasy Wizard's birthday. Um, but we ended up going to Crimes of Grindelwald. And, oh. uh, and then I was just kind of tired after we got home. So I had a little tummy ache when we got home from the movie. And here we are Sunday morning. Katie, how was the movie? It was good. I mean, you could tell it was a setup for the next movie, so... Whoa, spoiler alert. A lot of unanswered questions, I would say. But was the journey worth it? Yes. So you liked it? I liked it. I also liked it. Yeah. Which is Which I wouldn't expect from you as much, Andrew. Like... I know you, you like fantasy wizards, but I wasn't aware you like regular wizards as well. I got him into it. Yeah, when uh, Katie and I first started dating, you must remember this. I watched every Harry Potter. Cause she kind of like told me to. Didn't you like put them on my computer or something so I could accomplish no, this? No, I lent you my Blu-rays for like six years. <laughs> yeah, do I still have those? I have no idea. I don't me either. think so. I really don't, but maybe. Uh, but yeah, big Harry Potter guy over here. I'm a Hufflepuff. Uh, oh, yeah. My Patronus is a piebald mare. I have oh, a wow. fur wand with dragon heartstring core. Um, I also sorted into my Ilvermorny house. What's that? Um, what does that mean? Il- Ilvermorny, I guess, um, according to the Pottermore website where you find all this out is like the American version of Hogwarts. So I don't wow. I don't know that there's been any wow. uh first, movies or books that have the mentioned first, it. Yeah. Um, Fantastic Beasts talked about Ilvermorny? I think so cuz that's where the lady went to school. Oh. Wow. I didn't know that. Um but anyway, so I sorted into my Ilvermorny house and the name the the name's escaping me. It's like Wampus or Wampum. <laughs> That's Something like that is my Ilvermorny house. Uh, so, yeah. Big, uh, big Harry Katie, Potter guy. Yes. Katie, can I get your uh, stats? Your Harry Potter? Uh, yes, I'm a Ravenclaw. Uh, my, my Patronus is a Black Stallion. And, right? And then my, uh-huh. <laughs> my wand is a Dogwood with a Phoenix feather, feather center. Which I think is probably the best wand that I've read about. Yeah, it's a pretty dope wand. Yeah, not gonna um, lie. So I went to Pottermore. I didn't know there was a wand uh, test, but Idiot. I'm also in Ravenclaw. Surprise, I got a motherfucker! Wild boar Patronus. <laughs> that's which is that's nice. It's so you. And it's all about being lo- alone, which I thought was great. <laughs> um. Yeah, but th- I guess that was the most eventful part of our Thanksgiving is that we found out that Katie and I both have horses as our Patroni, but mine is a girl ho- horse and hers is a boy horse. So, 
Wow. I wonder if uh, Danielle did all this, if she'd get like a pig or something. She didn't do her Patronus? I don't think so. Because she's a Gryffindor, right? Yeah, which I think is total bullshit. <laughs> like, I would have put Danielle in Hufflepuff, no question. Hufflepuff is where it's at. Yeah, I uh, think we were underestimating Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff is so good. I like Hufflepuff. Uh, <laughs> but Keith, we still don't hear much about Ravenclaw in any of the yeah. movies. Very mysterious no. Ravenclaw. We are mysterious. That's the only like time that we're really given <clears throat> some spotlight is when they have the looking for the Ravenclaw dow- <clears throat> dowdy or whatever. Also, or Luna, like Luna Lovegood. takes a fucking Cedric Nevada Diggory? Cadavra. He's in Hufflepuff. He's in Hufflepuff, dog. No, he's not. He he's is. Ravenclaw. Nope. No way. Nope. Bullshit. Cedric Diggory is uh, He's in the puff with me and uh, Newt Scamander. Just fucking all stars. Um, Scamanders over Weasleys Scamander. is what I say. But that's a lot of Harry Potter talk. Okay. <laughs> so I know Erin will appreciate it. She's also a Ravenclaw. Ooh. Sorry, I'm way. F- I'm just so fucked up because I thought Cedric Diggory was in Ravenclaw. No. Yeah, you are fucked up. Yeah, what the fuck? Let's, let's pour I one out for Cedric Diggory books. for you. I will remember you. And then, oh, uh, yeah, he's in Hufflepuff. Why wasn't Cedric Diggory sorted into Ravenclaw? Everyone thinks he should be in Ravenclaw. Maybe that's why I made that assumption. Did you say that that's a Reddit post? It's just a forum post on some science fiction website that I googled. Yeah, I can answer that easily because he's the man and the puff is the place to be. So, yeah, there you have it. Puffs over everything. Horse Patroni. Uh, what about your Thanksgiving? Uh, I was sick in bed. Oh, you had a tummy ache? Yeah, or a fever. Um, yeah, so Nora and Evie went to and those the are and Danielle and I were just sick as hell. Did you have a Thanksgiving dinner? Uh, I didn't even eat dinner. Rough. I, I ate... I think... I was really looking forward to having Chinese food the, the, on Friday because I wanted to have Chinese food on Thanksgiving Day, but nothing was open. Man, that would be awesome. Uh, I want to do a Friendsgiving with Chinese food. Uh, I want, like, I do not like Thanksgiving the Thanksgiving meal That's, at all. Seems a little strong. Uh, to the point where I've done, uh, I want to do a power rankings on it. Bruh. Um, yeah, we can do that, but I also wanted to just bring up a few other topics before we dive into standard formatting. Fine. Um, and as I sit here, just to paint the picture for all the listeners, so... In my little studio here, I've got two laptops and all the, you know, podcasting equipment. And then across the table from me is Katie, who is also on a laptop, and she is diligently 
working on her laptop, but I just have a feeling she's not contributing to the show in any way. Yeah, I talked about Hogwarts. Yeah, I just mean like with whatever you're doing on a computer. Right I now. am not. I am doing stuff for work. Okay, great. <laughs> um, we are firmly into the holiday season. And when I say holiday season, to me, it starts with Halloween and it goes through New Year's. Um, and there's a lot of debate about when it's Christmas season. And some people start, they put up Christmas lights, they listen to Christmas carols, they get their Christmas trees before Thanksgiving. And I think that's absolutely uh, unacceptable. So just looking for some some feelings on that. Yeah, totally agree. Um, I I get the idea that like, well, if some Christmas is, is good, more Christmas is better. Mm-hmm. But it's fucking November. You know, like, and I'll allow that um, some parts of November I consider Christmas season, yes. but like early November, no. Yeah. Like if 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 I just got done trick or treating, then I am not thinking about Christmas, and you shouldn't be either. Yeah, you can't flip the switch from like ghouls and goblins to Jolly Saint Nick uh that quickly yeah no it's you have to have a a turkey meal in between those things and that and that is my cutoff uh i think black friday starts yes the christmas season for me yep that's not an opinion that is just fact that is correct the day after thanksgiving Mm -hmm. starts the christmas season put up your lights get your tree put on the christmas music uh, but if you do it before Thanksgiving, you're an asshole. Ha- Speaking of trees, how do you feel about fake trees? Uh, um, I will. S- mm. Not the best, but yeah. if you have to, I mean, it's easier. Yeah, I don't look real trees or I, I don't want to say real trees or no trees, but just get a real tree. But if for some reason you can only have a fake tree, like I don't know apartment rules. If you're in an apartment and you can't have a real tree, then I'll allow a fake tree. But if you're just having a fake tree uh, for like convenience purposes, you don't have to clean it up or go buy it or throw it away or burn it or whatever, uh, then I would say no, also unacceptable. So hypothetically, right? If you're like have two small children... Okay, here we go. You want to be on the fake tree. And can barely, like, make it through the day. (laughs) And you're like, one more thing of getting a tree, bringing it home. Keith, I'm sort of with you, and I don't have small children. Cleaning up both the time you bring it into the house, and then when you take it out of the house. And then what do you do with it once it's dead? No. No. You're not you're you are in that group of people I just described where I'm, you're doing it for convenience it, sake and yeah. that's unacceptable. Listen. No, I like the convenience and Keith also think Christmas trees are so expensive randomly. They're like 50 bucks at least. Mm. That's every year 50 bucks on your Christmas fund. If you have a fake tree, you don't need to spend that extra $50 every year most of the places you're buying a christmas tree that money is going to some sort of charitable campaign though uh, 
Not around here. Yeah, it's like Again, Home Depot. Like gardening places or yeah. like. Well, just don't get it there. Farms and shit. Get it to somewhere where the money goes to a charitable campaign. Look, well, can we strike like a no a compromise? No, because like, I didn't get to finish my feelings on this. Uh, okay. Okay. The whole Christmas tree experience is for the kids. Like getting the tree, putting it up, decorating it. That's all part of the Christmas experience for your kids. So you're just cheating them if you're just bringing in some plastic tree. Let's revisit this when Andrew has two small children. Yeah, we will. Well, I was well, also thinking this about podcast the is gonna keep going Christmas for decorations years. before Thanksgiving, which I'm with you guys. It should be Black Friday. But yeah. one year... I did have a day off before Thanksgiving and it was my only day because I knew I was going to be busy after with traveling and stuff that I decorated okay. a couple days before Thanksgiving because really, then we Really important left. question though. What? Is this in the house or outside the house? In the house. Then I would say it's acceptable but not ideal. Right. And you're not hosting Thanksgiving and no one's going to see it. Right, yeah. So we were leaving for Thanksgiving for a couple of days, and I had a day yeah. off before. So I was like, oh, I'll do it now. Then when we get back, it'll be done because I'm going to be busy after that. So convenience, yeah, I'll sometimes you got to. I'll like, feel bad about yourself, but <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, okay. What well, if the tree looks really good? I'm kind of on board with the fake tree, which I never used to be, but convenience. And once I learned that I had to spend that much on a Christmas tree every year, and then it's just a lot of work. So so what I think I'm going to do right now, I'm leaning fake tree for like the next couple years, stash it away once Nora knows more. Yeah. Get real trees for her childhood and then come like when she turns like go back to sixteen, fake. go back to the fig tree. I'm with you. That's that's where I'm leaning. Do you think Nora is presently too young to really like enjoy the experience of the real tree? I think she's too young to differentiate the experience between a real and a fake tree. I mean, we're still gonna decorate the fake tree. You know, it's still yeah. going to be lit up. It's going to be the same experience other than the smell and the the texture. And I you know, know Danielle probably has a pine candle. Yeah. So we're going to... Look, I don't want to... I will have a real tree again. I just don't know if the next two years will be a real tree couple years. Right. All right. Well, I guess that, that I guess that's a little more acceptable. Okay. All right. All right. I don't feel good about it. Yeah, I kind of hate myself. You should. Uh, but it's not Christmas yet. This is still the Thanksgiving episode, even though Thanksgiving has now passed. It is the Thanksgiving week episode. Um, so I am ready, if you are, to move on to power rankings. Oh, man. Yeah, I am. Uh, is this kay. about football now? No. Oh, okay. All right. I got the drop ready. Are you ready? Let's have Katie do it this time. Okay, Katie. So the way this works is I play a random drop that you've never heard and you don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to contain the word power. 
This is the power ranking segment. So your job is when you hear the drop in your headphones, you're going to hear the word power, and then you have to try and insert rankings so that it sounds like it's a drop for power rankings. Got it? No. All right. Let's give it a shot. Let our powers combine. Earth, fire, wind, water, pussy. I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Rankings. Rankings. Okay. Good job. You're uh, supposed to say rankings once you heard power. So with our power oh. rankings combined. Yeah. That would have been better directions. I feel like I said that, but maybe just too many yeah. words. Yeah, it's too many. Um, all right. Well, there it is. Power rankings. And Keith, you wanted to do a Thanksgiving version. Yeah. So as I mentioned previously, I don't really like uh, Thanksgiving dinner too much. Uh, and I thought it would be interesting f- for you to hear my power rankings of what I consider kind of eight of the staple dishes, at least for me. And and you can argue at the end of it with both where I have them on the list and things that I've excluded or things that I've included. At the end of it or as we move along? Both. I just Um, meant from what have been excluded. You can't really argue that until the end. Yeah. Have you paired each one of these dishes with a manager in the league? No, but I will. Okay. okay, here we go. But that won't have anything to do with what sure. where I think the the manager uh, uh, ranks. Yeah, I think so, Katie gets it. All right, you might be surprised with where I'm starting at the top. Uh, to the bottom. Yep. Uh, number one, the cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce. Uh, I'm with you. I fucking love cranberry big cranberry sauce, sauce guy. I uh Katie? I love real cranberry sauce. I love jar cranberry sauce. I yep. think cranberry sauce makes everything better. Yep. Katie? I like it on fucking sandwiches the next day. Like I'm all about it. Uh, it's okay on the sandwich if someone else makes it for me, but I wouldn't go nuts over it. Okay. Isn't so but yeah, I mean if someone makes you a sandwich, it's automatically yes. better no matter what's on it. Yeah. Yes. It is. Um, and who do I think is most like cranberry sauce? They make everything better. Mm-hmm. Greg. The cream will rise Aww, to the top. Is- oh, yeah. All the way to the top. Way to go, yeah. Greg. You're fucking cranberry sauce, my dude. Greg's, Greg's the cranberry sauce of this podcast. Agreed. All right. Number two. Uh, this thing, this I think is the most consistent dish. It's my go-to dish. It's really my favorite, other than cranberry sauce, obviously. Yep. Uh, rolls. Rolls. <laughs> Wrong. Rolls Wrong. number two. Yeah. Wrong. Rolls. rolls are not like. <sighs> rolls are good. Are we even considering that a Thanksgiving dish? Have you ever been to a Thanksgiving without rolls? Uh, I don't know, but I feel like you need to be more specific. Like maybe if you said crescent rolls, like well, to yeah. me, that's Thanksgiving specific maybe. Well, well, for me, yes, crescent rolls. And that is a family tradition of ours. But I, but Danielle's family doesn't have crescent rolls. They just have, you know, other kinds of rolls. Ugh, I don't know any specifics. Danielle. But. We had quite the assortment of rolls. We did. We had homemade wheat sourdough. We had crescent rolls. Uh, I think we had 
Was that like Hawaiian bread? Just like your standard roll. Oh, it wasn't the sweet bread. I just think the roll is like the utility player, you know? Sure, yeah, this is safe, but also dumb. Rolls are stupid. Who's the roll? Who's Who's got the the roll roll? Safe, but dumb. Safe, but dumb. Hmm. (laughs) I want to say dumb. You have to talk Um, into the microphone. I think that... I want to say Keith Sr. is the role. Keith Sr. Rolls. Yeah. All right. Number three. This one may be a controversial pick like the rolls was. Okay. I'm going yam slash sweet potatoes. Oh, no. Yams. You know, like yep. the casserole with the uh, with some nice cinnamon sugar and maybe some marshmallow on tops. Okay, but so like, in your uh, yam sweet potato dish, we're talking like a casserole with like marshmallows on it. I think that's my ideal form, but okay. if we're just if it's just like sweet potatoes or it's just yams, that's still going to be a top three. Okay, uh, dish for me. So you are the orange stuff over mashed potatoes. Yeah. Okay. Katie? I like butternut squash better, but I always confuse them. Yeah, I guess. Does that fit in as well? It does for me, but these are your rankings, Keith. You can, but it's not exactly what I was uh, Yeah, it's not the same, Dan. It's all the same to me. It's mushy orange stuff. But they're very different. Are they? Yes. Are they? One's a potato, one's a squash. Yeah, they have very similar taste, texture, uh, appearance. They only look the same. They taste different. Okay. Um, You're all in one category. All right, so Rams, Rams, yams. Yeah. Who is the yams dish? Uh, this is a per. I like. I. Uh, I'm gonna say this is me. Pure athlete, yeah. Okay, you are yams. I am. Uh, number four, turkey. 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 Yay! Okay, turkey. Yep. I um, I personally don't love turkey, but I don't hate it. Sure. Uh, and I, I recently had a smoked turkey. Yeah. It was delicious. Yeah, that sounds and, good. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, this you know what a smoked fowl tastes like. Yeah. Smoked fowl is a is a desired preparation of fowl. Um you know, it's good, but I just I don't get the people who are like Okay, Katie is reading turkey. a book right now. Turkey is <laughs> Turkey's so bland, you know. Yeah, it is. That's why the top dog cranberry sauce is such an all star. Oh yeah, I all of my turkey has cranberry sauce on. Um, two quick sidebars on the turkey discussion. Number one, preferred condiment for your turkey: cranberry sauce or gravy? gravy. Cranberry sauce. Oh, it's cranberry sauce. Um, and then white meat or dark meat? Uh, both. Katie. Yeah, I don't know either. Okay. I'm with Keith on turkey. It's it's okay. I'm a dark so, meat guy myself. Well, 
dark meat what dark meat does is it it fixes the blandness problem yeah it's flavorful it's a little more flavorful it, it, it's the it's the tasty part of it but i like white meat with cranberry sauce on it more than i True. like dark meat without yeah yeah i might even go dark meat with gravy and then white meat with cranberry sauce yeah. This is a real uh, complicated meal, but all right. Turkey number four. Who is the Thanksgiving Day turkey? Uh, so I think your turkey. The staple. Yeah, you can't have Thanksgiving without turkey, and you can't have this league or podcast without you. I am turkey. Katie, what do you think? You're married to the turkey. I mean, I guess it's right. Nice. All right, number five. The only dessert to make this list. Oh, wow. Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. Katie, I don't know if you can... She still hasn't quite got this podcast idea figured out because she makes a lot of facial expressions but doesn't say anything. I don't like pumpkin pie. She does I not. think I'm the only person in the world who does not. So I like it. I don't love it. Uh, but I think any other pie that comes to Thanksgiving is just like not Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's living Ooh, in the shadow pecan. of pumpkin pie. Pecan pie. I guess. But like, oh, I don't. You, if I'm you speak louder, they can hear what you're saying. I'm not <laughs> someone who gorges on desserts at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, I'm not all about that. And I am known. I am someone who would gorge on a dessert you know, outside of Thanksgiving, but Mm -hmm. I have a little bit of pumpkin pie, you know, and it reminds me what pumpkin pie tastes like. And I'm like, Oh, that's good. And then I see you next year. Pumpkin pie. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, whip or no whip. Uh, the cream of the crop. I've gone both. I think I'll take whip. Yeah. You got to take whip. Okay. Do you take whip? I don't have pumpkin pie, so I don't know. Okay. So what are you having instead? Pecan pie. Okay. Do you whip or no whip? Whip. Yeah. Pecan pie is really weird to me. It's super sweet. You need a very yeah. like small piece. Yeah. Here's the thing. I like pecans. I like pecans as like an ingredient in food. Uh, you know, I make a, mm. I make a dish that I put pecans in, and I've been meaning to make a pecan crusted pork loin, which I haven't gotten around to, but I think yeah. sounds really good. I like pecans. Don't like pecan pie. Oh, I love pecan pie. It's just, it's too sweet. But it's like once a year. Oh, damn, you're right. Too sweet. Anything? Um, Yeah, it's just too sweet for me. Yeah, Uh, I I like it. The weird, it's just such a weird texture, too. Like, the it's so gelatinous. Yeah. Oh, I love gelatinous things. I do, I I will say that I would feel a little... uh, let down if I went to a Thanksgiving dinner and there wasn't a pecan pie. I don't eat it, but I like to see a pumpkin pie and a pecan pie present at my Thanksgiving dinner. I think they complement each other really well. Pumpkin pie is smooth and orange, and then the pecan pie is just like crazy looking. You're right. You're right. Alcohol consumption is a good thing too. Thanks, Curtis. It, it's true, and but we do not. I'm not ranking alcohol. Uh, um, but let's move on to number six. On to the six. Uh, mashed potatoes. Mashed. Mm-hmm. Smashed potatoes or mashed Actually, potatoes? Actually, sorry. Pumpkin pie is Mark. 
Oh, yeah. I agree. The fantasy wizard. Yeah, absolutely. Gotta be there. Pumpkin pie Has mark. Has to be there. <laughs> All right, number six, mashed potatoes. Smashed potatoes. Yeah, um, so I, I think that I'm, uh, I don't love mashed potatoes. I like them, mm-hmm. but I, th- I think on like the spectrum of, of everyone that likes ma- everyone in the world, I'm like below average when it comes to my like. Of oh no, I'm way below average. Yeah. yeah, it is probably my least favorite preparation of potato. See, I like mashed potatoes. Andrew weirdly does not, so I, I never get to have them. I eat them. Yeah, but like. If you're like, oh, I've got this potato, how would you like me to cook it? Uh, not mashed. Yeah. It's way too much work to mash them for just want myself to eat. Yeah. Yeah. It, Thankfully. It just, it, it, I would much rather have a baked potato. <sighs> I'd much yep. rather have, you know, scalloped. I'd much rather have French fries. I mean, there's so mm. many good. Yeah. Shout out to Maggie on scalloped potatoes. That's her preferred preparation. Uh, Maggie's, uh, Maggie's Katie's sister. So. How do you know that? We talked about it. Um, we'll do another. We can do another show where we just talk about potato preparation because that's a hot topic. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I don't want to talk anymore about mashed potatoes. Same. Uh, the the cons- I'm actually might move them down to seven at when we're done here. Okay. But right now they're at six. Uh, and mashed potatoes. Uh. I'm feeling I'm feeling Bryce here. Bryce potatoes. Suck it, Bryce. You mashed potato man. Alright, number seven. Stuffing. Okay. I love this stuffing. is where I get angry. I, uh, I don't stuffing is probably my number like one. Stuffing. stuffing might be my number one. Stuffing's too. probably my number one. I don't even know what like what's the point. Too bad. The point is is that it tastes very good. It is. It tastes so weird to me. Too bad, too. No, it doesn't taste weird. It tastes great. It's like savory bread pudding. And it oh, makes me yeah. Kill myself. Oh, it's so good. It's so I good. I hate it. I hate it. Stuffing is something that in its worst form is, is good, and in its best form is like, you know, life-changing. Yeah. Like, you could just give me some soggy-ass sorry stuffing and it's still probably my favorite thing on the dish but you mm-hmm. make like a mean stuffing that's got a good texture to it yep. some some crispy bread trunk chunks mixed mm-hmm. in some celery oh man when was the oh, first man. time you remember having good stuffing uh i don't because it was whatever i had at first and i was probably so young that i don't recall it it's always I been s- good do you have like a favorite stuffing that you More could like expose me to? Sex. It would no. I I I mean, I don't know like stuffing brands. Well, no. I like I'm I'm open to going to some restaurant that has really good stuffing hmm. to give it another shot, but it just grosses me out. If it grosses you out, then I just don't think it's for you. Uh, right. Because, like well, I said, even the worst stuffing to me is still good. It's good. All right. Well. Aaron what? stuffing? Yeah. Aaron. <laughs> Love stuffing. That is I mean <laughs> Love Aaron. It says it's there's a lot. There's a lot to digest from that. Um Well, okay, let's be real. Number it's 1 Chris. being that Keith obviously hates Aaron and then number no, 2 being that Aaron is fantastic because stuffing's fantastic. But then Greg well, was 
Keith's, what was Greg? Cranberry, Cranberry sauce. sauce. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, what I'm trying to do here is, uh, is Stir make the pot. Greg less jealous of the relationship I have with Aaron. Gotcha. There you go. Gotcha. Balance. Yeah, because you've been DMing her, and it's yeah. he's <laughs> no, watching. No, I, I, I like, I like Aaron. Curtis is really stuffing, but let's just say Aaron's stuffing. All right, Aaron is All stuffing right. slash Curtis slash Aaron. All right. So, but the problem is, is I only had two people left, and I looked at number eight, and I was like, I don't really think they want to be that either. Sure. Uh, so they can all just be pumpkin pie. Uh, number eight, and Think this is really a stand-in for this like uh, food group, but I think this is kind of the most popular version I've seen. Okay. Uh, gr- green bean casserole. I've never had it. Green bean casserole, but yeah, that's. So I feel like a is this just your green? Is this just your green vegetable side dish at Thanksgiving? Yeah. Well, this is my condemnation of the way everyone thinks they need to fuck with vegetables on Thanksgiving. Okay, and I'm just got like, it. Just, just give me some steamed broccoli or some shit. Just you know? regular like, green beans, not in a casserole. Is that yeah, what you're saying? But everyone fucks with vegetables on Thanksgiving. Everyone. Leave vegetables alone. Exactly. Don't put fucking cheese sauce on it. Don't put fucking string fucking like onions on it. Like, I'm not fucking interested. I feel like you're it says, talking directly to someone in your life right now. Who who are you yelling this at? Well, there's certainly... Is this, are you, is this uh, Danielle's parents that you're yelling Significant at? others in my life that may or may not come from a family that put uh, cheese on their broccoli. Mm. Cheese sauce? Yeah, cheese sauce. Yeah, that's gross. Don't Ooh, fuck... Don't just, Velveeta my broccoli. Oh, yeah, yeah. We said me, it was broccoli, get, but you were on your phone. So, oh. yeah. Give me a steamed Don't! broccoli. If if steamed broccoli, I thought was at a lot of Thanksgivings, it would be high on my list. Wow. But okay. Anyway, I'm I'm putting green bean casserole at the bottom of my list, and I'm putting Curtis at the bottom of my list. Suck. I forget. Wow. Stirring it up. Hopefully, Curtis gets back on soon so he can kind of rebut all of this. How do you guys feel? What is your vegetable of choice? What do you typically prepare with Thanksgiving? Uh, I don't know that I Brussels have sprouts? one. Yeah, Brussels sprouts, Brussels sprouts, green beans. I like I, vegetables. Uh, I also can definitely get down with like a roasted root vegetable medley if yeah, you want to do that. I think part of the reason I don't like Thanksgiving is that it's it's typically heavy on non-green vegetables, and I just want some greens there, you know. As long as I've got vegetables, um, I'm good. They don't. I'm not racist like you. I'm really regretting making Aaron stuffing, and I feel like she should be like yams, and I'll be stuffing because I hate myself again. You. Aaron has you absolutely afraid. Aaron is a mob boss in this league. You, anytime you even start to say something bad about her, you recant on the pod, on the air, officially. I don't know what's she going on there. She space in my mind right now. She's fucking freaking me out. Obviously. Uh, and I like, think she likes it that way. 
I think she's. <laughs> I'm gonna get a message for her from her on the fantasy app, and I'm not gonna like what it says. Yeah. Well, that's uh Thanksgiving power rankings. That's right. <laughs> uh, Katie, this is where we start talking about football. You're welcome to stay, or if you don't want to, you can leave. I'm leaving. Okay. <laughs> Nice, <laughs> nice to have me on. Thank you very much. <laughs> it was great okay. having you. Yeah, thanks. Okay, bye. Uh, and I guess we'll do football then. Let's start with waivers. I want to just start. I want to just apologize to our listeners. Uh, this our show construction is not perfect. Um. It would make so much more sense if we always recorded after Tuesday in our waivers section covered the people who were just picked up. Um, but a lot of our shows have been recorded on Tuesdays. So I'm just going to stick with what we've been doing and cover the previous week's waivers. Uh, so with that said, the previous week, there wasn't a whole lot going on. Um Mahomard Brown picked up Anthony Miller for $12. Only other bid me, there was me at $1. To me, it feels like Mark has like 10 times as much fab as everyone else. Yeah, he. I don't know that he spent any in the first half of the season, and now he's just dropping $12 or more each week. Like I feel yeah, like $12 is his minimum on players. Um, yeah, exactly. But he did say this is the first time he's ever played with fab, so... Maybe there's some growing pains like, oh, I still have all this money. I should be spending it. Yeah, um, but now he's dominating the waiver. Yeah, he's getting who he wants. Um, but so, yeah, he got Anthony Miller at 12. I bid one. Um, Keith Sr. picked up Rashad Penny for $8. I bid $4. And Mark put in a $0 bid on Penny. Uh, as I read these... Granted, I haven't been paying as close attention to football as I was at the beginning of the season, but I don't think Anthony Miller or Rashad Penny have really panned out into anything. Am I wrong? Well, not really. And Rashad Penny's had some more like injury issues. Okay. Uh, um, but he's worth. He's definitely worth having. Um, I picked up Gio Bernard for two dollars. Um. The fact that Bryce hasn't had Gio Bernard all year is kind of crazy to me. Yeah, I uh Bryce, I believe, still has one hundred dollars in his fab budget. Yeah. And well, he wonders why he's slipping. That's what happens when you get like uh complacent with a really good team. Yeah. He's falling asleep at the wheel. And now he's worried that he's gonna miss out on the playoffs. Well, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, so Gio Bernard, $2 to me. Nobody else bid on him. Totally fine. Uh, the real story here is we had two bidding wars, but they were $0 bidding wars. Um, so is his name still Game of Jones, even though he traded you? Yeah, it is. It's still okay, Game of Jones. Curtis fixed that, but Game of Jones and Joe Mixon, they both bid $0 on Dak Prescott. Again, Bryce, if you want a player... You have $100 of fab to get that player. So uh, he ended up losing out on Dak Prescott because he has a, a uh, because Curtis has a higher waiver priority. Um, and then Game of Jones and Mahomard Brown got into a $0 bid war for the muscle hamster. 
and Jones won that one as well, uh, just based on priority. So I think those yeah. were our f- maybe the first time, probably not the first time, but one one of the few times that we've had the league standing priority come into play on waivers. Uh, and then just real quick, I wanted to do a, a clairvoyance check on you, Keith Jr., the NKO Wolfpack. You dropped Alex Smith, who then uh, proceeded to have his like leg blown off. So did you did you see that one coming? Uh, I saw him not being valuable coming, so I'm just gonna say yes. Nice. Look at me. Good job. Look at me. Speaking of looking at things. Yeah. Yeah. And so big, I told her, look back at it. Look back at it. Look back at it. Then I'll put a fat rabbit on the crap. Last week, look back. Uh, let's start where we normally start with the matchup massacre. Not a huge surprise here. This was Cup Girl and, and Game of Jones. Uh, Cuppy had 90 points. Game of Jones at 130. That's a difference um, of 40? Yes, you um, are correct. Yeah, difference. Hey, Cuppy. Hey, Cuppy. Bum, 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 bum. Difference of 40 points. Fatality. um really i feel like not much else to say there you no i mean i'm i'm happy to knock these out like cuppy got knocked out nice um sorry my thing just skipped ahead on me okay on to the ultimate upset Bryce again. No. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. Bryce again. I swear Bryce is always the one singing that song. Uh, but this was Joe Mixon versus Sons of a Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, if you recall, uh, I had picked Sons of a Mitchell Trubisky to win this matchup. Did I? Or did I recant? No, no you did. I did. And I was right. Uh, Mixon was projected to win by 23. And then Suns ended up winning by 18, uh, which was a 41-point swing for the Suns of Mitchell Trubisky. Can you believe that? That's a huge fucking massacre. Yeah. Um, As an ultimate upset. Yeah, I don't know. What happened here? Let me tell you. This is, uh, I call this one QB's were boobies. Because Carson Wentz gave Bryce 3.84 points. Fitzmagic gave Bryce 11.08 points. Uh, And to put that into perspective, Mitchell Trubisky had an average to below average game for Greg and still outscored both of Bryce's QBs combined. Um, So Bryce's QBs were boobies. Jared Goff put up 37 for Greg. Uh, last week, Bryce made the mistake of benching Eric Ebron, so this week he started him, and he got zero points. But the tight end didn't really factor in for Bryce because Jimmy Graham only scored 1.8 points on his bench. So, uh, you know, that that decision isn't what sank him. Um, ultimately, outside of QBs, 
Ebron was Bryce's only player in single digits. Um, so somewhat uh, interesting that he ended up losing because uh, Greg had four players in single digits. But Saquon Barkley had 34 points and just flexed all over Gurley, and that's ultimately how it happened. That's how uh, Greg ended up teaching Bryce a lesson. But, you know, they're, they, they, uh, they like each other. I'm sure they shook hands after the matchup. So that was it. I don't really want to talk about this next game. You don't want to talk about our uh, closest competition? It was so close. It was so far away. Oh, it was me and you. It was uh, it was me and you, which was our our showdown. Um, and we so we uh, we made good on that on the showdown because I ended up with. Uh, 152.42, and then you finished at 136.74, which was a difference of 15.68. Um, and really, what it came down to was uh, steady QB play for my team, and then Keenan Allen showing up, um, which you know I need, and that allowed me to overcome starting Alshon Jeffrey and Zach Ertz in what was the Eagles' most atrocious offensive performance uh imaginable which begs the question are the eagles broken i don't think so i think the saints are by far that good in the nfl yeah i do yeah i mean Um, but it's not like the saints won and it's not even like the saints won handedly like i don't remember the final score but i don't think the eagles broke single digit points no they they didn't yeah what i mean is that the saints Defense is really fucking good. But this is the Eagles who are supposed to have the best offense, maybe, you know, aside from the Rams. Like, they're supposed to have this phenomenal offensive line and this awesome offensive scheme that's just points everywhere. Yeah, well, just Wentz, nothing. Wentz was terrible. And this is the really the first time all year he's been terrible. And he threw, like, three interceptions, you know, so... I put this squarely on Wentz's shoulders, and I think they're in for a bounce back this week against the Giants. Okay, so that brings me to my next question. Um, you know, I, I'm not personally necessarily invested in the answer to this question, but if you were the Alshon Jeffrey owner, would you feel yep. confident starting him this week? I would start him this week. Okay. Against well, the Giants? Yeah, I think so. If anyone in our league has Alshon Jeffrey and has to make that decision, they can... Uh, Heed Keith's advice, although he's not the fantasy wizard, but um, yeah, Keith says well, start Alshon Jeffrey. I don't, I don't know who the alternatives are, but I would feel pretty good. Yeah, I don't either. But let's what? What if this person also had Josh Adams, who's the Eagles' running back? Yeah, I, I'm not. I I'm not playing three <laughs> starters of the Eagles. Well, it would only be two. We're talking. Or if you own Josh Adams and Alshon Jeffrey, there's no way which one I'm you start. Playing Josh Adams over Alshon Jeffrey. Okay. Not doing. Yeah. Well, let me give you another hypothetical. What if they also had DJ Moore? Uh, I'm still playing Alshon Jeffrey. What if this person yeah. also had Lashawn McCoy? 
But so, LaShawn McCoy's playing Jacksonville. Oh, just play Alshon Jeffrey. All right, whoever you are there. out there, play Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. Anything else on that one? No, let's move on. Okay, so this wasn't um, this didn't fit into one of our categories, but I still wanted to talk about Keith Senior's matchup against Mahomard Brown. Uh, I don't know if you paid any attention to it, but it was basically our league's version of the Monday night football game, which was um, the Chiefs and the Rams. Just like points everywhere, probably a championship preview, uh, much like you know that Monday night fo- football game was probably a Super Bowl preview. Um, Keith Sr. scored 191.22 points, which is the second most uh, scored in a week in our league's history. Um, and even though he scored 190 points, if Mark had swapped Dalvin Cook uh, for Payne Lindsay, he would have won the matchup. So, like, it's that's how many Payne points. <laughs> I can't remember his name, podcast. so I just say Payne Lindsay. It doesn't matter. It's the there, little there. the little guy on the Broncos. Peyton Lindsay? No. Philip. Philip Lindsay. So if he just makes that swap, Mark wins. Like that's how many points we're talking about between these two teams. That Mark can overcome 190 points with one simple little change like that. So uh I just I wanted to bring that up. Uh did you want to touch on that at all? No, I mean it was a crazy good matchup, uh, but there's a reason we didn't make it. Keith of the week is Keith Senior. Well, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, sorry. I uh, I was trying to queue up the drop so I'd be ready for it, and I accidentally clicked it. So yeah, I just, that's fine. I rolled no, with it. I, all I want to say though is that there's a reason we didn't make it the matchup of the, of the week, yeah. the showdown. It's because these guys are one and two. Like yeah. they basically clinched it. So. No one really cares what they do the rest of the way. Yeah, speaking of clinching it, Keith Sr. is the Keith of the week. He clinched a playoff spot. Honestly, I haven't really been paying attention, so he might have clinched this a couple of weeks ago. But I'm just going to, for the sake of uh, determining a Keith of the week, I'm going to say that this is the week he did it. So congratulations to Keith Sr. You are in the playoffs. Uh, that's it. All right. Uh, okay. Let's move on. And we already did power rankings. So if we keep moving on, then we're on to the next one. Our week 12 preview, week 12 kicks off uh, in a couple hours here. First matchup, we have myself, uh, Zeke y Los Fantaneros versus One Girl No Cup. Uh, what do you I think? You. Yeah, I mean, look, I am the only person that Aaron has beaten this year. And I I got to be honest, coming into the matchup, um, no stress. Gonna gonna get a W here. Keep rolling. Keep moving on. But after that Thursday night football game or that Thanksgiving football fiasco, uh, Aaron's off to a strong start. I mean, I'm still pretty heavily projected to win. But anytime you get 18 points out of Calvin Ridley, like I'm starting to feel the heat a little bit. 
Yeah, I mean, so if she was playing my team, I think she would win after that start. I mean, Trey Burton didn't do anything, but Calvin Ridley did a lot, and Drew Brees was good enough. Yeah. Um, But your team is just so strong. You got a strong performance from Ezekiel Elliott, who's kind of been your biggest question mark for a few weeks. Uh, He's had some booms and busts as of late. I think you got this one locked. I'm just, you know, after that Eagles performance, if I get another another uh, just bad game out of Jeffrey and Ertz, and then if Keenan Allen kind of goes back to doing what he was before he showed up, I could see myself losing this matchup. But uh, yeah, I think you're destined to win this game and play Game of Jones next week. Oh, to decide God, I hope who- so gets the fourth spot imagine that i hope you're right uh i'm gonna just refrain from picking anyone because i don't want to jinx myself one way or another all right i got you next matchup get joe mix on versus you the nko wolf pack um i'm winning this i'm certain you are certain that you're gonna take a victory i'm gonna pull it up here real quick uh Good start for you with the Matt Ryan, Julio Jones stack. Um, Bryce got a very good, not great game out of Kenny Galladay so far. So um, Bryce is starting Adam Humphreys. Is that his first name? Yeah. He, so Bryce is ravaged by injuries and buys. Like Green, Hunt, Gurley, Cooks. Oh, yeah. Graham. Look at that. Like all these guys are on his bench. Yeah. Um, if he's ever going to lose to me, it's this week, yep. so I'm winning. Yep, I agree. I pick you. Next, we have Keith Sr. and Sons of a Mitchell Trubisky. Um, You would think that this would be pretty much in the bag for Keith Sr., but after Thanksgiving, uh, he's still projected to win, but we're looking at a 57% favorite to Greg's 43% underdog. Uh, live projections are separated by less than 10 points. So, I mean, this is, this is anyone's game right now. Yeah. And, and I want to pick Greg here, but I look like, I was like, you can't win a a week when Kamara and Peterson combine for 15 points. But then you look at seniors team and you're like, this, this is the best team in the league possibly. Yeah. the Newton, Evans, Thielen, Aaron Jones, Vance McDonald, Odell Beckham Jr., Andy Dalton. Like, I love all those guys. Like, even yeah. without Tyreek Hill, uh, who's on by, I still have senior here. Yeah, it's it's basically, uh, sadly enough for Greg, he benched Amari Cooper, who put up 34 points. Um, that If he had started Amari Cooper, he wins this, I think. Um, oh, definitely. But it's basically going to take everyone on Greg's team giving it a good or great performance and then somebody else kind of shitting the bed on Keith's team, which is not out of the question. But I think smart money is still on Keith Sr. Um, I mean, Greg's starting quarterbacks are Marcus Mariota and Eli Manning. So, you know, draw your own conclusions. Uh, I'm going to go with Sr., and I think you also picked a senior. I did. All right. 
okay, moving on to our next matchup. It is going to be Mahomard Brown versus Game of Jones. Shit. It's the showdown, baby. I picked this as the showdown. Um, it is currently, a, a, or at least at the time of uh, putting the script together, it was the closest projected matchup. But really, the reason I picked it is just the implications um, for my race with Curtis for that fourth playoff spot. Uh, if if I can, if Mark can beat Curtis this week, uh, I think that bodes very well for my chances at getting into the playoffs. I really need Mark to win. Um, and so far, it's not looking great. No, Mark is hurting. Uh, yeah. By yeah, this life. was like, Mark, I need you to win this week, and this is like the worst week for your team. Yeah, I mean, so he has buys for Kelsey and Mahomes, and then Philip Lindsay is playing the Steelers. Uh, he's not starting Josh Gordon. And, and, and instead, who's he starting? Uh, well, Brown, Sanders. Uh, and then it's all running backs. Uh, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Um, he's starting Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that's an interesting call. He is against the Raiders. Yeah. Um, and Watson's against Tennessee on Monday yeah. night. But that could go very well for him but yeah. it could also blow up in his face. Last yeah. week, uh, Jackson had 27 carries, which says they don't trust him to throw the ball at all. Um, so I don't know how that's going to go this week, even yeah. against like the worst team in the league. Yeah, he uh, Mark only got 7.6 points out of Mark Ingram, um, so that doesn't help. And then uh, starting Dalvin Cook again, who was 9 for 12 last week for a solid 1.5 points. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, do you agree that like this is a this game has big implications for the playoffs? I do, but the thing of, the thing that you have is that you control your destiny and that you're playing playing him next yeah, but, week. So even if you're down a game, all you need to do is win and then you have the points advantage. Yeah, but so um, if, it'd be better if he lost but I think if you beat him next week I think whoever wins next week is making the playoffs yeah but here's the thing so if if he wins this week and I lose this week even if I beat him next week he still has a game on me yeah but you're win- I picked you to win okay. and I think you're going to win but here's why I think it's so interesting because if I win and he loses then we're both at 6-6 six and six, and then we play each other next week um for like the game of the the game of the season, in my opinion. Yeah, big, I, I have you winning big to do this week. I have you winning next week. I have you in the championship and losing. I already made that prediction. Um, what is this? Somehow I've accessed the wrong show script. I think. Uh, oh, nice. okay. Did you pick anyone for Jones and Brown? I have Mark here because uh, Jones had a bad performance from Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, and then he has Tyler Boyd, and it doesn't look like AJ Green's going to play. And I don't think Tyler Boyd's great without AJ Green. Yeah. So, but Cohen had a good game, so we'll see. 
But Kiki Kuti, I don't know how he's going to do, considering that the, uh, the Texans came out and said they want to get Demarius Thomas more involved. So uh, I got I got Mark here. All right. Uh, I am also going to pick Mark. Um, I really think that this is a complete heads up matchup, but I just I want Mark to win. So I'm going to pick Mark. Makes sense. Uh, okay. Well, that uh, that that's it. It's just shy of eleven. Game start at one. What do you think? All right. So I'm gonna try to get this up um, before the games, but if I don't, I apologize, everyone. Well, best of luck to you. All right. I'm gonna do laundry now. <laughs>